Hey, Caleb. How's the week been? It's been pretty good. Busy with the work, but good. I feel good. So, I think we'll keep it nice and simple today and just go over some reviews of the past month. Make her, make her nice and fun. Okay. So we're just going to go over Survival, uh, Code Vein, Surge 2, Man of Medan, Blasphemous, Great Fall, Borderlands 3. Pretty much. All right. So I know what's going on with Modern Warfare. I know about Code Vein. Uh, Surge 2 and Man of Medan, I don't know anything about that. Mm-hmm. I, I know about Greedfall. Yeah, Blasphemous and Greedfall I know a bit of too, so. Okay. So yeah, so, I, can talk, I can talk for Modern Warfare, Vane, and Borderlands. So I want to get your take on because it was the same play address that they uh, announced the um, survival slash special ops mode for the new Modern Warfare reboot. It says play first on PS4, but when you look at the very, very tiny print on the bottom, Timed exclusive content until October 1st, 2020. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Kurosaki's answer on Twitter as to why that happened. Someone named uh, Jack OP at Not Sub Sandwich on Twitter went and uh, said, Thanks, man. I hope my tweets aren't getting to you. I'm not trying to be personal or shit on the game. I truly love it. But we just want answers when we feel we don't get them within certain issues. And Kurosaki's response was, it's all good. We tried to have our best have an open dialogue with our players from day one. We understand letting that trust down. These are complicated decisions that are above our pay grade. Please know we want what's best for our players. So basically the whole alternative, if people want to play other than PlayStation within the first year, they'd have to delay the game. Yeah, I've seen that. So I, I mean in agreement i understand like a week or a month prior for access but a whole year yeah Wait. It, i can understand everyone's disappointment with it due to the fact like i mean i can see some playstation owners being like yeah this is great you know but then they realize where the whole thing's supposedly going to be cross-platform all everything they want to play with their friends they can only play with their playstation buddies Right. So that's that's not going to be too much fun on that. But what I played with the uh, the open beta was fun. Yeah, it was. That was that was incredibly fun. Um, <laughs> it was it was highly difficult. I'll give it that because you're you're starting off just like how any other online version of COD is going to be. You're going to suck within the first five levels. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. You have no perks or anything, so I just sat there after a little bit, and I was like, I'm having fun, but, you know, screw this. I can only let my rage handle me so far. But uh, I'll let you discuss some Code Vein shit, where you've been doing that all day. Uh, it's only been a couple hours, but yeah. Go, go ahead. Let's let's hear some Code Vein stuff. What you got on it? Um, so it's... It's like anime Dark Souls, and I know this one said a lot. Um, lots of dodging again. Uh, getting wrecked by bosses. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm currently on the second boss. Um, I've died to it twice. 
So it's the first boss, it took two tries, but it wasn't really a hard fight for the first one. It, it was difficult, but not too difficult. Um, the second one's definitely got quite the mechanics to it. Not going to go into detail because I don't want to ruin anything. Mm-hmm. Um, leveling up is really easy, though. So, in terms of leveling, it levels like it is a Dark Souls. Um, uh-huh. But in this, you gain Haze instead of Souls, and you use that to level up. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard you can do that with the weapons, too. Yes, I'm, use level, the I'm already level 21. And I only have Probably. enough levers in. Um, progress. Right. It is the same with uh, your gear. So you have different people you can talk to. And what you do for your gear is you can find it. But you can actually also get it <clears throat> by buying it using your uh, using your haze. You can also sell items to gain haze. Yeah, so kind of like with Dark Souls three in the uh, uh, with the handmaid, not not the handmaid at the shrine, but like the old lady at the shrine, where you could sell your stuff for souls. Right. So <clears throat> they also have blood. Your armor is called blood veils. Um, I remember that from the uh, the time trial. It's kind of like a kind of like almost like a, a Tokyo Ghoul style mask, yeah. Well, no, that's not the that's not the blood veil. Your blood oh. veil is not your mask. It's it's your armor for that one. The masks are just cosmetic. They don't do anything special. Um, or at least from what I've noticed, anyways. When it comes mm-hmm. when it comes to your upgrades, you have upgrade and you have transform. Mm-hmm. So the upgrade is where you're actually you spend what's called Queen Iron and Haze. When you do that, it buffs up your it buffs up the weapon to make it stronger. So it adds damage, which is the base damage and the scaling. Now on top of that, you also can upgrade your blood veils. Mm-hmm. The same thing, upgrades your armor, stuff like that. So next is transform. What it means to transform a weapon in here, though, it's not necessarily like like you think where it just like, turns into an all-new weapon. So, like, with how Bloodborne did it with uh, alternate forms. With what? Like how, like you're saying, it doesn't do like what Bloodborne would do, where you could take a weapon and turn it into a different form. Like, there was a claymore you could turn into a hammer, or your cane yeah, sword. You no, could nothing like that. So what this okay. does is essentially you take your your weapon, and you have a new. You get these rare items that you put on, it and it costs ten thousand haze on top of it, so it's nothing cheap. Then again, I'm gaining like two thousand haze at a time right now for what I have gold before I spend anything, so it's not too ridiculously hard either. Mm-hmm. That's about a little under five levels now. So essentially, what you do is you pick your weapon. And then from there, you put on the chrome. They're called chromes in this, what you use to upgrade it. And it adds a perk to it. Or a weapon type. So, I can turn it into a poison weapon, stun weapon, inhibitor weapon, slow weapon, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it adds a status effect to the attack. 
some add status effects, some increase damages, and some of them actually lower damage on certain things too. Well, that's that's good. I, I enjoy that it has some more RPG element to it. In fact, of, um, oh, like, like you were saying earlier, you know, the uh, uh, Dark Souls for weeds. Right. <laughs> so that's something I definitely I don't mind. So the next one I wanted to go over was Surge 2. I don't know if you played the first or not. No, I haven't. So basically the concept of Surge, it's another Dark Souls-esque type of game. Um, where you pick up tech scraps or basically your souls. But it has an interesting combat mechanism where you loot what you cut off. <laughs> okay. So say, for example, someone's got a heavy armor on their right arm. If you pull off a finishing move correctly on that right arm, your enemy will drop that right arm and you can equip it once you hit the um, requirement levels. Okay. <laughs> so it's... It's very punishing, in fact, of, I won't lie, with the first game, I never got that far because I can't get past the first boss. It's basically this walking mech tank that takes next to no damage. And I've tried figuring it out, but it didn't ever work well. So, basically, from what I've seen for Surge 2 so far... um, It looks good, but it's got a lot of issues going on so far for the fact of the the, the voice acting they've said isn't that great. Um, the environment's kind of subpar. It was, it's more, they focused on, oh, we just need to put another one out, which is surprising where it's, um, which company went and did this? I'm trying to remember. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm not seeing. Like it's got some it's it's got good combat for it, but that's just about it. It's got the combat going. Oh, okay. However, everyone's it, it so far it's got an eight out of ten uh, from GameStop. The only bad thing they have about it is character story and setting are shallow, bland sci-fi stereotypes. And a few locations being particularly memorable is why they gave it an 8 out of 10. Okay. So it's not bad. I mean, the first one I enjoyed, but I just I couldn't get far in it. So the next one I wanted to go over was Blasphemous. I was looking over at games that have been coming out this past month. Um, Blasphemous right now holds, I believe, an 83 or an 84 on Metacritic. Oh, wow. It is a... It looks... Honestly, the best way I can say, it's pixel-based. It's a side-scrolling, pixel-based hack-and-slash. Another kind of Dark Souls element to it. You have your giant bosses with their health bars. um, You customize your skill set. Your armor doesn't really change, but from what I've seen of it so far, um, it's exactly what I'm saying. It's a action platformer hack and slash and it it i mean i'm looking on it's team 17 which they give they've given us good stuff in the past i mean who who can forget uh worms armageddon (laughs) (laughs) 
that's some good stuff right there. And so far, like I'm looking on PlayStation right now on the store. It has, let me see, out of 312 ratings, it has a 4.7 average out of five. That's awesome. And this came out uh, on the 10th. So it's $25 right now, but I can see it maybe dropping a little bit in the future, but a lot of people have been recommending it so far. Uh, the next one I wanted to go over was Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan. Uh, did you play Until Dawn? What was it, Until Dawn? Yes. No, I did not. Okay, well, Until Dawn, yeah, it's a PlayStation exclusive. Um, this is the same company who did Until Dawn. And basically what the premise of that was, Until Dawn was a bunch of teens together in the cabin trying to survive, and you were responsible for who lived and who died based on your actions through Butterfly Effect. And okay. Dan is a spiritual successor to it, and it's going to... It's the start of a new series called the Dark Pictures Anthology. Um, this has a multiplayer mode, which you can either have play by yourself and choose, like control all the characters individually or you can have up to let me well you can have two people play and do it together and your choices decide who lives who dies and the way it started out from what i've seen so far it starts out like world war one world war two era in japan or one of the oriental countries and there's these two soldiers that are on they're they're on their leave and they're you know pretty toasted, and they get thrown into one gets thrown into the brig and the other one into the infirmary after crossing there. It was pissed off at them. And when they wake up, like everyone on the ship is dying, and there's like this. The best way to put it, the kid kind of looks like Freddy Krueger had a love interest relationship with. <laughs> The chick from the grudge. Okay. It's it's a really creepy little kid. And he basically offs them. And then it goes to present day. There's five kids that are um, on a diving trip. And they find an old, you know, and they go looking around in that. And it just starts getting worse from there. And the whole point of the game, they consistently say, don't play alone. So it's it's something I definitely recommend looking into. It's Until Dawn was fantastic. It had a great cast. Uh, my only complaint so far with Man of Medan, kind of like with Evil Within when it first came out. Yes, it was a horror experience, but the characters don't seem to react to that horror well, where you're controlling them, stand pretty much still and be like, oh, Something ran over there. I'm just gonna still stand perfectly still and not react to it. Uh, voice actor, yeah, <laughs> which is something Evil Within Two touched upon. Well, they made a uh, they made Sebastian much more reactive to the dangers going on around him. Oh. Uh, the next one I wanted to do was Greedfall. Uh, I like Greedfall so far. So. 
the best way to put this, this is this is the group who did um um I think Mars Wars and Technomancer, which are some good they're not triple A budget, but they're not indie budget for RPG, so they had their own eh. But it's 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 a Western RPG, which we haven't had a lot of those in a long time. They're decent. And the best thing I can put it to you, I don't want to say Knights of the Old Republic, but very akin to Knights of the Old Republic. Um, it doesn't have, like I said, the AAA presentation of uh, RPGs. Okay. 17th century European style. You don't start off as like a little peasant or something. You're actually started off as um, this guy or gal named Desarde, and you have uh, a problem in your country called the Malachor. It's basically this disease that eats up the flesh and makes people blind. Oh, and, and you get full character customization, full weapon customization. Like you can change. You have firearms, magic, two-handed, one-handed blade, uh, one-handed heavy. Um, and even with the armor, you don't have to pick up and equip the armor you find on the ground and be like, oh, this is better. If you have the equipment, just go to a crafting table and you can up your gear. I think I had a, I had a, like, a piece of armor on that was like 70 defense and just applying one like metal shoulder pad boosted me to 123 because I had the materials. But it's I enjoy it because of the fact it's it's got a lot of the the locales are amazing. It looks great. Um, my main problem, which is everyone else's problem, is the combat. The combat is, I don't want to say lackluster, but it's very lackluster. Um, it's focusing more on whittling down the enemy's armor count and then trying to get some hits in while not trying to die. Because Ooh. your health isn't that great to begin with. But it... You have, like, your... Um, You have kind of like your stereotypical, you know, warrior, mage, rogue kind of stuff. And each, each thing you choose depends on what weapons you can start with. Um, you have your charisma modifiers, your science modifiers. It's, everything has different playable out, outcomes. Like, the best way I can put it, it's... It played like Dragon Age Inquisition, just not as many side quests. Okay. That's something I greatly enjoyed. I mean, the price is really high. It's still 60 bucks, where it only came out in the past week or so. But I think if the price drops a bit, people would be very interested in this. It's, it's definitely one of those hidden gems that are continuously discussed within the community that I, I prefer. Right, one of those ones where you don't quite know what you think about it, and then when it comes out and you play it, you freak out because it's really good. 
Yes. So, our fun one now, Borderlands 3. Yes. What are your thoughts so far? Um, I enjoyed it. I'm, uh, I'm going to be honest, I haven't played it the last week, and it's not because I don't want to, it's just because I've been busy. Um, mm-hmm. Great game still. The only thing that I've been reading about is the unbalancing between the characters more towards Zane from what I've been reading. I guess the balancing on Zane in terms of his abilities, mm-hmm. he's not putting out enough damage endgame for him to really be viable compared to the other characters. Yeah, I, so I, I think they're really going to need to work on balancing out a little bit. I, mean, I did still a new game. They worked on him. Okay. Yeah, I knew they were ma- making some changes to uh, they're buffing some weapons, uh, buffing, nerfing some weapons. Like I believe the sniper rifle got upgraded. If I'm correct, I know that the um, the one punk chump might have gotten adjusted a little bit because it, it it bugs me because I went and s- searched for one punch for the longest time and then I killed him and all he dropped were white weapons. But then again, yeah. I was like. Two in a level sixteen area. Well, it's rare too. It, it's a rare drop. You're not always yeah. going to get it. Another thing I saw they addressed was uh, the kilovolt boss fight. Um, apparently, there was an issue that everyone's been having, where when you hit him, he electrocutes the entire floor, and the only chance you have at avoiding it is continuously jumping. And they said, "Yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. Our bad." I think that should stay in there where you have to just continuously jump not to get zapped. Um, I mean, it, another... it doesn't, I've done the fight a couple times and it doesn't last the entire fight. No. It, it's only a couple seconds long. It's just people being whiny. Well, like I said, I another reason why it was an easier fight for me is because I was level 32 in a level 16 area. So I was double the level requirement doing double the damage output. So that entire oh, kilovolt battle royale quest line, I'm one-hitting everything. Okay, so you're playing the competitive one, then. You're not playing cooperative. No, I'm playing um, co-opetition, yeah. Instead of uh, cooperation, I'm playing the other version. For okay, I, went, I went with the cooperation one. Mm-hmm. And I did that because everything level scales. So when I went and did that area, I was also around level 30, and it was scaled to my level. So I was fighting it at my level. Okay, so that makes sense. I'll probably have to go back and adjust that a little bit. But another thing I've checked in is uh, Gearbox has come out and said they have no plans for putting in any new playable characters like they did with Borderlands 2 with Krieg and Gage, which is, you know, kind of bumming, but they got time. Yeah, but to be honest, I'm not adding in a new character. It gives them time to add in more support for what characters they do have. So maybe mm-hmm. a new skill tree. And it also gives them more time to work on other stuff, too. So, there is one Easter egg I wanted to discuss in there. Have you found Rackman yet? Uh, no, but I got the notification that my friend had beat him. So, the Rackman mission has a chance of dropping a legendary pistol that will reduce your enemy's health to one, but not kill them. And it, it's... <laughs> It's a direct Batman Easter egg. So, like, it's it's right after you do the um, 
uh, I can't. Uh, I can't remember. I wonder if that works on bosses. Huh? I wonder if that works on bosses. I'm not sure. Uh, it doesn't obviously, you know, do it within one hit, reduce it to one health. But, um... Oh, okay, so it's just a hard-hitting weapon, but it won't be able to kill them. It'll smack someone, bring it down to one. If, if I'm correct, it's a Jacob's pistol. I'm not sure. Okay. But, it, um... I'm trying to remember. It's... It's... I can't remember the name. Oh, my God. The giant tank in the desert where they're having the, the thing with Tannis. Yeah. That's as soon as you clear that, you look off in the distance and there's like a little symbol up in the sky and you follow it to a cave and there's a guy, he just runs out and he's like, I'm Rackman. <laughs> you just kind of pummel the crap out of him. And when you're playing as Zane, there's a great little bit of dialogue. That's true. <laughs> Him. Zane looks down and he's like, "Your parents would be disappointed in you." Yes, I heard about that. <laughs> cold Zane. It's cold. Great for it. But other than that, uh, one thing I was I did want to talk about um, where I was discussing the Metacritic scores earlier. Have you ever gone and really looked into Metacritic reviews? No, not really. To be honest, I don't usually look at... So when it comes to me getting the review for a game, mm-hmm. I don't trust... Like, I read about games on, like, Kotaku, Metacritic, stuff like that, but I don't trust the reviews on when I buy a game. Usually what I'll do is I'll either watch a stream of someone who's doing a fresh gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, that way I can just get an actual idea of what's going on compared to people who are getting paid to write about it. My personal one I go to is uh, Game Ranks on YouTube, and they'll um, I'll watch the Before You Buys. Uh, they'll have hands-on gameplay for it, um, reviews as to what their opinions are, the good and the bad, and then they, they leave it open at the end. They're like, well, you know, everyone's different. If you want to figure it out yourself, then feel free. So that's always a plus. But the reason why I brought up Metacritic was I was just looking at some of the stuff that came out. They are giving the new FIFA entry for FIFA 20 such high ratings, like 78, 80 ratings. And then you click on the expand button. It says average review rating. The Switch version is a 0.2 out of 10. (laughs) Um, The FIFA games have always been popular, though, like it's insane how popular the FIFA games are, especially compared to the other ones. Those are the those are the player reviews, though, that are the low-ranked. And right. then on Xbox and PS4, you're talking 1.3, 1.6, where Metacritic's giving a 78, 80-something range. Right. So I, had to, I had to look but, into that. Like, that's hard-hitting. Right, but like, if you go on to like Twitch, Mixer, stuff like that, it's insane how popular that is. Like, it used to be that the NBA games were more popular, but now the FIFA games have just exploded in popularity. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that. It was like after the previous iteration, too, for FIFA 19. Mm-hmm. So, some of the other things I wanted to bring up real quick before we close out. 
Um, I haven't looked at the games with gold yet for this for this upcoming month. So, okay. The games coming out for gold for October for Xbox. We're going to you're gonna be getting Tembo the Badass Elephant for the whole month. Um, <laughs> between October 16th and November 15th, Friday the 13th. Um, and then the backwards compatibility games for the 1st to the 15th will be Bolt, which... Eh. And then from October 16th to the 31st will be Ninja Gaiden 3, Razor's Edge. Ninja Gaiden 3 might be interesting. And for PlayStation, I know the two games that are going to be coming out for October for Plus. Um, we are going to be getting... MLB The Show 19, which isn't too bad. I mean, it's always curious to look into sports games when they provide them. It's outside my forte, and I'm saving $30, $40. Right. And the other big one, thanks to the State of Play announcement, if PlayStation users don't have it yet, and you should, uh, The Last of Us Remastered will be free. I might pick that up, man. Because uh, the new Last of Us, I believe, is coming out in January. And I, I highly recommend, if you haven't played it yet, it's, it's by Naughty Dog, the guys who did, you know, Uncharted and the, cra- the original Crash game creators before Activision took over. And it's, it's hard-hitting and emotional, but it's fantastic. I, it's... Stealth-based gameplay, partial RPG elements, but deep story narrative. And it's been out for some time, but it is a, one of the must-plays on PS4. Right. But with that, I don't think we have much else to review there. There's, that's, that's pretty much been a majority of September's big games right there. Yeah, there hasn't really been a lot. It's been pretty dry. Terms of yeah, it's usually late October to late November that are the big releases. Right. Okay. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, like we say, uh, if you guys have anything you want us to discuss or whatnot, you can always go to Anchor FM slash Fanboy Advance slash message. Excuse messages, and that'll allow you to leave a voice recording for whatever you want us to discuss. And we'll throw it in the episode to give you a rough idea. Any other departing words there, Mr. Smith? More code vein. More code vein. But it's like the stream right back up. I am going to get probably get back to packing because I'm moving. So I tell you to have fun, but that's not fun at all. So I'm not even gonna bother. Okay, well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, rest your ears, have a good night, and we'll see you next weekend. Have a good night, guys.